6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. This is the place for Oilers hockey and your Oilers heading to playoff hockey tomorrow. Game one, taking on Winnipeg at home. Uh, the face-off show starts at 5 o'clock. The puck drops at 7 o'clock. Jack Michaels is your play-by-play voice for the Edmonton Oilers on 630 Ched and regional broadcast on Sportsnet. We're stealing them back for the next few games right here on, on 630 Ched. Hey, Jack. Oh, you're stuck with me for as long as this run goes. It's not just the next few games, Jay. So wishful thinking on your part. I don't want to get rid of you. You know that, my friend. Tell me what it was like to be in the arena this year with with nobody else really around. It was lame. Uh, I, I, I'd rather do it. I'd rather do it than do it off a monitor the way we had you in the bubble last year. But it was lame. I mean, you know, the only thing. That's a bit of a drag when you're talking about looking forward to the playoffs is the fact that, you know, forget for a moment even the 18,000 inside the building. It's just the vibe walking into the building before the game and coming out after a game, particularly a big win. I mean, the streets were just alive downtown Mm -hmm. was buzzing. It was a lot of fun. You know, it was still light outside half the time after the game, right? Because it's, yep. you know, the, the, the light sticking around a little bit later on. So it's not going to be the same experience this year. I'm, I'm really excited to, you know, do the games on 630 Chad. And I, I'm, trust me, I'm pumped. It's just, it is tough when you don't have the ability to share it with the fans. And that's the first thing out of the players' mouths too. And I, I feel the same way. Like, it's just not the same. It never will be the same. You know, when people ask me, does it feel like the new normal or, or does it feel? No, it, it still doesn't. It never will. And I'll always think it sucks compared to what it should be. Jack, we know we we know that that barn can get incredibly, incredibly loud when there's lots of people in there. That's just not going to be the case this year. As much as the Oilers Entertainment Group had a plan in place, and we're hoping for that, but it doesn't look like it's going to happen. What kind of impact do you think has does that have on the game itself and on the players? Well, I think for the players now, they not only had the bubble last year but they've had 56 more games of it. And obviously it's a little bit different right now with, with folks being able to go in the American division. I don't know whether you caught it, Jalen. There was a very late breaking story. I think right as you went on the air, that it sounds like Montreal is hoping to have as many as 2,500 fans if, and when they play a game six in their series against Toronto. So that's maybe an additional talking point after you and I are through, but yeah, the, the, you know, it's, it's, it's certainly not preferable for the players, but I think again, after 56 games, plus the bubble, they're used to it by now. I think they'll react better to it. I think guys like Zach Cassian, who typically feed off the crowd has had now a, a real, you know, long time to get used to it. So I don't think that's, you know, not that it was an excuse last year, but I don't think it's going to be a factor this year. Cause like I said, uh, for the players, they've been able to find their competitive edge and, and they've now had several months of this, unfortunately to get used to it. 
Jack, the history between uh, the Oilers and uh, the Jets looks like what? For someone who doesn't you know, pay attention to that up close and personal, I know I think it was uh, the Oilers won seven, um, lost two to the Jets this year. But we know going into playoffs, anything can change. What are you expecting? Well, for sure. I mean, look, there, first of all, there's a long history between these two clubs. And I'm going to go ahead and not get bogged down the, in the hole. Well, technically, this is... You know, this is uh, the Atlanta Thrashers and blah, blah, whatever. It's Winnipeg. I mean, it, they, these are these are two teams that had a very proud WHA history. Uh, that goes back to before you and I were really relevant, Jay Lynn. But uh, the World Hockey Association, the last game in the history of that league was played between Winnipeg and Edmonton, and it was uh, it went Winnipeg's way. Since then, it has not gone well for the Jets head-to-head against Edmonton. They met six times in eight years in the postseason in the 80s, and the Oilers won the first 16 in a row, uh, 22 out of 26 overall, and all five of their cups, included a playoff series, went over the Jets along the way this year as we turn to more recent history you're exactly right Edmonton won the last six meetings head-to-head Mike Smith beat Connor Hellebuck in goal the last five times they played but Connor McDavid said it best he goes ultimately that doesn't really mean anything right now it's what you do in the postseason and I think he and his team are fixated on that Uh, they're 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 glad to be back but they feel like it's time to make some hay and I think they feel like there's a real opportunity uh they they've had a good record against winnipeg they haven't had the same kind of record against toronto but they're playing nope. in my opinion better hockey than toronto and have less injury questions than the leaves do down the stretch so this is a real exciting time of year well, let's talk about uh you know the fact that uh, the team itself man it managed to do fairly well through the uh the season the regular season when it came to uh keeping healthy away from you know covid as far as injuries go that uh, sets them up nice going into the playoffs you look at uh, where we are connor mcdavid just you know i i want to say top of his game but top of his game will change every single game and then mike smith i mean i mean mike smith's uh, his his efforts between the pipes have been absolutely unbelievable. Well, Mike Smith is a lot like you, Jalen. He's aged like fine wine. I mean, he's <laughs> he's been spectacular. Uh, he turned 39 last uh, a couple months ago, and he's turned into his best year in nine years. And he is, you know, it it sounds ridiculous because Connor McDavid probably should be, and I think he will be, the unanimous choice as the league's most valuable player. But I'm not sure that Mike Smith doesn't have a case as team MVP. Mm-hmm. He made Miko Koskinen better when he got back in the lineup because Miko was able to then play spot duty and played, for the most part, very well down the stretch. He won 21 games and lost six. He was outstanding. He turned in the best single-season save percentage in the history of the Edmonton Oilers, a history that includes guys like Grant Fuhrer and Curtis Joseph and Andy Moog and uh, Bill Ranford and Dwayne Rolison. He had the single-season best numbers in terms of that. So, look, that's the kind of year he's had. You're right. The Oilers are the Oilers should feel in prime shape right now. They were 
for the most part, other than their schedule, unaffected by COVID. They kept it out of the room. They haven't had major injuries. They'll have Zach Cassian, it appears, ready to go tomorrow night. So that was the last kind of real name player that was a little banged up, and we weren't sure whether he was going to play. He is going to play. They haven't lost back-to-back games in two months. What do you absolutely need to avoid in the postseason? A losing streak. So they've got that Mm -hmm. going for them. They've played great hockey down the stretch. But, again, you talk to the players, that's all well and good. But the regular season has to be in the rearview mirror now, and they have to go out and, and do it. And they should do it. Uh, Winnipeg is missing two of its top six offensive players. Uh, the Jets have not matched up well at all against Connor McDavid this year. He's had at least two points in every game they've played. I mentioned You know, they had the Vesna winner from last year, the league's top goaltender, but he's been outplayed by Mike Smith every time they've gone head-to-head. So on paper, Edmonton has every advantage you'd hope to have going into a series. But as you know, no game in the sporting establishment has ever been decided on paper. So the Oilers just have to go out and do it, and that quest begins tomorrow. That's Jack Michaels, your play-by-play voice for the Edmonton Oilers right here on 6.30. Chad, back at it with Bob Stoffers tomorrow night. Jack, thanks for this. Let's talk again soon. You really stayed X's and O's this time, Jalen. You're, you're, you have some sort of playoff focus. Normally, you'd say something fun, or you were all like, you were all like business today. Are, are the are the are the bosses hovering out on that plantation you have in West Ed? Well, okay. Here's this. Here's this for you. I might have the opportunity to interview Sammy Hagar coming up, and I was saving for that, saving that for you. And I just wanted right. to let you know that I can't wait. That's better. That's better. I like a little <laughs> twinkle in every segment we do. So appreciate you having me on as always, Jaylen. And uh, let's get after it tomorrow night. Yeah, you betcha. All right, thanks, Jack.